Welcome to Zero to CEO, where seasoned entrepreneurs will teach you how to succeed. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode, we have successful entrepreneur Sarah Sabin with me on the podcast today. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Jason. Or is it Jay? Should I call you Jay? Um, my so it's my online kind of moniker is Jay Sherman, but it's Jason, so it's kind of like a shortened little version of my entire name. Ah, very clever. Okay, yeah. Jason, it is. Jason, yeah. And today we're talking about the five magic ingredients for business and holistic success, which sounds really interesting to me. And since there are five, I kind of want to jump right in because you know it's a lot to cover. Uh, let's talk about those five magic ingredients. What are, what's the first one? So the first one is purpose and vision. I like that. So you need to know exactly what it is you're doing. Uh, you need to have kind of laid out like a plan of action, I guess, and lay it all out on even, even a mind, what are those called? Those mind boards or whatnot, where you kind of yeah, so so actually, I'm just going to clarify that a little bit more because this is more than a plan. It's more of a mission. And actually, to just put this in context um, briefly, I have had uh, two startups before I started my uh, coaching business. And what I found is that I didn't really have that sense of vision and purpose or strong pull towards my startups. And so any success I had didn't feel holistic because I wasn't emotionally connected mm. to the overall vision of what I was trying to create. It sounds like so, more of a mindset, uh, you know, kind of like making yourself kind of be in the actual element of what you're doing versus just like the technical pieces of it so is that a lot of what you do is is coming up with like the mindset crafting the, the vision of what you would like to bring to fruition in the future is that what you do it is a part of what I do so um, you know any good transformational coach will want to help their clients understand you know what is the bigger picture of what you're trying to create here and to put it into an analogy if you have a GPS or sat-nav system or whatever you want to call it, you need to put in a program to get somewhere. And then obviously it will adapt routes along the way. There'll be traffic. You'll go another way. But you're going in a direction versus getting in a car and just driving. Got it. <laughs> that makes sense. I like the analogy. So what's the second magic ingredient? So the second one is commitment and resilience. Mm, those are, these are great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jason. Um, commitment and resilience really go hand in hand. So I, I love analogies, so I'm just going to jump in with another one. Sure, I love those. Um, when you are committed to something, you will make it happen, whatever happens. So an example of that is you're trapped in a burning building. You're probably not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll try and get out. I'll try my best. If I don't, no worries. You're going to be like, right, I'm going to find a way to get out of that building. <laughs> I'm jumping out the window. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you have that real element of um, commitment. And to be a successful entrepreneur, you have to have that commitment to making it happen. And you may course correct, you may pivot, you may tweak, but the overall vision, you're committed to making it happen, even if you have to change along the way. And linked to that is resilience, because 
in the course of committing to something, things will go wrong. There will be obstacles and you need to be resilient enough to be to dust yourself off, get back up and I mean, really the, the, learn from what went wrong. The famous saying, fail fast, right? So the whole point of an entrepreneur's lifetime is to fail as quickly as possible and learn from that failure so that you can move quicker and succeed quicker by learning from those mistakes. So I'm going to guess that this might be the next magic ingredient. Ah, genius. Yes. Prepare to fail. Failing? Okay. Because <laughs> like that's a very common thing in entrepreneurship is being prepared to fail. So yes. that's good. That's a good one because that's a, that's probably one of the most important ones. Do you have like an analogy for that or do you have like a story you can tell me about that? So um, just to actually build on your point, fail fast, fail forward. But an analogy isn't coming to mind. But what I am going to say to kind of demonstrate this point is that with uh, with achieving more, there is more that you need to put into it. There's going to be a leap or a gap that you need to cross in order to get from where you are to where you want to be if it's a big goal. And if you are not prepared to fail along that along that path, you will play small, you will not take enough risks. And I'm not saying you should take crazy risks all the time. You take balanced risks, but some people are literally so terrified to fail that they don't even start anything because in their head, they're like already thinking before they've started, what if I fail? That makes um, sense. And it, it's interesting. It made me think of this workshop I did. I think it's about three years ago now, something like that. And um, I asked one of the attendees, you know, what do you want to create? And he said that stirred up so much emotion in me that I was literally paralyzed I couldn't answer it because the first question that came into my head was what if I fail that's a good thing right I mean most entrepreneurs don't understand the fact that failure is just part of entrepreneurship and they see all the successes in the news and the companies raising hundreds of millions of dollars or billions of dollars and they say well I have an idea that can do the same thing but what they don't realize is that 99% of the companies out there that start fail and don't get any money. So they, you have to, I always tell entrepreneurs, you have to start your, your journey with the mindset that you're not going to succeed. Be passionate about the idea so that it's not about you as much as it is the, the idea. Because if you get kind of, if you, if you take it too personal, you know, if you, if you take all the failures so personal, you're not going to get anywhere. You're going to just keep beating yourself down and, so I'm going to guess that yeah. this this is somewhere along the lines of maybe going into the next uh, magic ingredient is maybe trying to persevere through all this and not take it so personal. Uh, no, I'm going to surprise you. Okay, good. <laughs> no, before I surprise you, just to finish off on the failure point, that's why the purpose and vision is so important, right? Because when you have that, of course, that kind of uh, motivates you through the tough times and compels you to carry on and find another way so coming on to number four willingness to face your internal demons Ooh, that's a good one <laughs> so it is so, kind of so it is kind of personal i guess but it's a little different though it's more about you know wrestling all those bad feelings you have and trying to get past your ego maybe i want to hear it from you what let's hear this okay so basically um 
to and this is the point with holistic success you can have um overall success um in business and just be really chronically stressed anxious um scared you're going to lose everything tomorrow etc and so for me that's not holistic success although everyone else might tell you that you're successful it's it's about acknowledging that um there are things that you are going to need to deal with as you up level so if you can are consistently up leveling new things will come up new anxieties new fears new beliefs um depression because the elephant in the room is so many high performers and entrepreneurs suffer from depression and you know you can only ignore it for a finite period of time before eventually it will catch up to you. So it's better that you deal with things internally and your internal environment as you are going along so that things don't accumulate. And actually what I have found is that when I made a commitment to do that, yes, sometimes it was painful and it was hard, but it magnifies the impact of the actions that you take in the outside world and um there is a reason for that because you are not bearing anything you're acknowledging your emotions positive or negative you're dealing with them you're letting go of them and you're moving on so i'm not a fan of false positivity <laughs> like <laughs> you can't you can't go from i'm really angry this with this person to i love this person one second later That's, that sounds very bipolar to me <laughs> Yes. I, I, I kind yeah. of feel like I'm in a therapy session here from what I'm listening to. It's a lot about, about getting your emotions out in the open and trying to, you know, stay on the right side of things. Because, I mean, entrepreneurship is very lonely, right? Especially when yes. you're when you're a solo founder. Like, I've been a solo founder a million times. And you want to take on the world. You have new ideas. You want to build things. You want people to try those things. And you don't have anybody to talk to or bounce those ideas off of. And then even when you have co-founders and you have a team and you have a startup, it still can be very lonely because you may be the only one who sees the real vision. They see the overall vision, right? The company vision. But what about your like your moral vision, like your personal vision? Like it's kind of sometimes hard to really relay that. I, I'm facing it today with one of my startups. You know, like I have a whole team, lots of people, and we're all we're all kind of gung-ho ahead. But to get them to understand exactly what I feel is very mm -hmm. hard to do. So I just try to keep pushing it on them. And uh, that leads us into number five. I want to hear this. What's the fifth magic ingredient? I'm dying to know. <laughs> well, it's three words, which are all the same. Focus, 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 Ooh. and don't settle. So um, another good one. Unless you have unlimited resources, unlimited money, and well, no one has unlimited time, but the four uh, the aforementioned things create more time unless you have that you need to focus and this is especially hard for entrepreneurs right because they have the shiny object syndrome <laughs> squirrel <laughs> squirrel like, yeah exactly so it's it's constant distraction from the actual thing that you're trying to do so to get more specific about what i mean by that is focus offerings or products depending on what kind of business it is that you have. You don't need 80 different products at the same time unless you have a team to support that. You need a few things that work really well and serve your customers. 
to marketing again what i see a lot of is oh i'm doing this i'm doing that i'm doing the other and i'm doing a million different marketing things and they have like one or a few poor overstretched marketing people that are trying to do all of this and no one knows actually what they're trying to achieve or what the outcomes are or the measurables are so it's a load of people running around like headless chickens (laughs) and (laughs) and the third thing is profit so it's all very well if you are a million dollar year business but if you if your profit margin is 10 percent that's not so good right <laughs> so it's about understanding as well to create that product uh, profit rather what do you invest in because it's going to grow your business what are you spending money and time and resources on that you don't need to be spending it on in order and also as well customer wise um because this tends to be a very common thing with my clients working with these really low margin customers that they actually don't particularly want to be working with so um three three words focus and three things to focus on that's great those are some really really fantastic magic ingredients i really really like it a lot and you mentioned your clients so i want to finish off with what it is that you do for your clients and some of the things that you tell your clients to do maybe to succeed or to take a break from the daily grind of being an entrepreneur or is there anything you want to tell people that like a little bit of a tidbit that we can entice them to come visit you and where they can visit you yes so um i'm going to talk about the two primary audiences i work with and uh some general entrepreneur tidbits so um i work with um leaders and entrepreneurs of high growth businesses so basically they're businesses that are past the startup stage they are um usually around seven figure mark and they are in growth phase looking to scale up but because they're entrepreneurs or because it grew organically, they need to really focus on leadership, uh, skills development, um, high performing teams, and basically how to get the best out of people. So in that respect, I help them to get to the next level. And I also work with coaches that want to build a six-figure business working with high-performing leaders and entrepreneurs. So the complete roadmap from inside to outside as to how they get there. Nice. And to cover your final point, Jason, Yes. Um, remind me your, your question was, tidbits for entrepreneurs, right? Yeah, like, like what, you know, what, what do you say to someone who wants to be an entrepreneur, wants to succeed, has a business, wants to scale? Like, what are your, is it the five magic uh points or do you have some other kind of thing you can leave us off with and where they can find you like where can people find you do you have anything you want to offer the listeners or people watching this yes so um yes the five magic ingredients are really useful i have um some free resources so for coaches i have a a guide on six myths about building a six-figure coaching business and what to do instead which you can find at sarahsabin.com slash guide. Nice. That's Sarah without an H. Although I know in the US that's more common. It's not so much in the UK. That's okay. And <laughs> Sarah without an H. Sarah without an H. Sabin.com slash guide. Get the guide. 
And then I also have um, sarahsabin.com where you can also find a load of resources for um, leadership and scaling up. And I write for Entrepreneur Magazine and the Fast Company as well. Awesome. Final thought for the day for entrepreneurs. Be prepared to fail. And two, stop thinking about doing something just start doing it and take small steps because small steps taken cumulatively, cumulatively, can't even say the word, uh, lead, <laughs> lead to big results. I think you got it right. Micro tasks become macro tasks. I like it. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. This was awesome. And I hope everybody loved the five magic ingredients. I know I did. And check out sarahsabin.com slash guide. Get that guide right now. And we will see everybody in next week's episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today, please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at jasonsherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you in next week's episode.